Welcome to the Hella Meditated Podcast with Joe Clements. Let's go. All right, welcome everybody. That's so stupid. <laughs> oh my God, okay. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Hella Meditated Podcast. Um, today I would like to offer a little guided meditation, um, or this week, or for this podcast, let's just say that today. For me today, for you tomorrow, maybe, <laughs> next week. Uh, but yeah, so a little introduction to this practice today. Oh, my name's Joe Clements, um, just so... So, you know, um, practice today. So, you know, the path of mindfulness um, through the Buddhist lens, uh, most of us come into practicing meditation and mindfulness um, it's most of the times, not because life is already wonderful. Sometimes, maybe that's your experience. Wasn't mine. It was because I was in a lot of... Um, discomfort mentally mostly um and that's the first truth of of um, the buddhist practice of um mindfulness is that um the first truth is that we suffer uh if you're in this human existence we suffer um and I always bring back this big word suffering because uh, um, there's different kinds of suffering. My suffering isn't like your suffering or the big suffering of the world, oppression, racism, um, a lot of suffering. But what I'm, I think the Buddhist practice, the mindfulness practice points us to of this human experience is the dissatisfaction in life where we're just unsatisfied in some way, um, uh, uncomfortable. And that's the first truth of, of mindfulness is that life is uncomfortable. Um, life is pleasant too, but we can get stuck in the suck of life. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'm recovering from addiction and, uh, I suffered a lot and I tried my best um, not to feel uncomfortable. Um, yeah, through drugs and alcohol. So the first truth is that we we all suffer in different levels. Dukkha is the word. I like the word dukkha because it sounds like shit, dookie. And it's the ah shit moments that fuck that again or not that again is <laughs> that... You know, when feelings arise, emotions arise, um, repetitive thoughts arise, uh, dukkha. And then the second uh, truth is that really the suffering, um, the cause of our suffering is our relationship to it. Um, the cause is clinging, wanting it to be a specific, wanting to feel a certain way, not wanting to feel a certain way. Um, so our relationship to dukkha, to the, uh, shit, um, and the third truth is that there is a way out. There's a, there's a way that we don't have to suffer anymore. 
Um, it doesn't mean that emotions go away, thoughts go away and feelings and all that kind of stuff is that we get to, um, create a different relationship to them and how we create a different relationship is through this, this path, this eightfold path in the Buddhist, um, tradition. And, uh, you know, the three factors of the path, the eightfold path is, is the first factor is understanding is waking up and understanding this mind, the conditions of our suffering, the impermanence of thoughts and emotions, um, our intentions, um, the second factor is, I like to say, just being a good fucking person. <laughs> Can you be a kind person to yourself and others? Ethics, and this whole ethic, ethics part, you know, and it's not just kind to others. Can you be kind and compassionate to ourselves through our speech, through our livelihood, um, the way we present ourselves in this world? In the third factor, and this is where the practice, this practice today comes in, and third factor is, is meditation. And, you know, meditation is so, I think, can be so misunderstood so many times. And this is where mindfulness comes into play in the, um, in the, the Buddhist tradition, the Buddhist I don't know. I'm saying a lot of Buddhist stuff. Don't really want to do that because <laughs> I really don't think you need to be a Buddhist to do this. <laughs> um, I'm Buddhist at best, at best. But mindfulness is one of the meditations and so is concentration. And so where I think it gets confusing with meditation sometimes is the concentration piece. Where for me and I, I, my experience, and maybe this is true for you, but, um, I couldn't concentrate on shit. My mind was all over the place. Um, so when I thought about meditation was like getting quiet and serene, that just was not, you know, I even tried, I tried and that was not the case. I closed my eyes. I sat still and the mind got louder. It was like, it was ready to attack the whole fucking time. And I gave it a, a reason to attack. You know, so this concentration, I couldn't find a place to rest my attention, my awareness for that long. So this is the other meditation is, is mindfulness meditation and mindfulness meditation is, is a meditation in its own. Where mindfulness gives us the tools and instructs us and encourages us to just check into our direct experience. First, just starting with our senses. You know, and ultimately including thoughts and emotions into our practice. I know that sounds radical. It's like, what? <laughs> and for me, it was, it's like, what? What do you mean include? I'm trying to get rid of this shit. But this is where we start changing our relationship. But in the very beginning of mindfulness practices is, can we just bring our awareness um, somewhere in this moment that just doesn't suck because we get really stuck. Again, I'm going to say I can get really stuck in the suck of my experience. And when I say my experience is how I'm experiencing things, I'm not saying be a spiritual doormat. If shit is fucked up and people are treating you um, disrespectfully or, uh, yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> but mindfulness can help us with clarity on that in strength to actually um, 
you know, the wisdom. Anyway, I'm kind of trailing off or, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> mindfulness. So mindfulness encourages us just to check in first to our senses, this body, the way we experience life through this body, through our senses, in this moment, right now, feeling the points of contact in the chair. Maybe you can do that right now. Or if you're standing, just the points of contact on the ground, on your feet, the temperature on the skin, the sounds, noticing sounds come and go. Taste and smell. Seeing, even with your eyes closed, there's shapes, there's colors, there's all kinds of stuff, you know? The problem is, is if you're like me, you have a preference for every experience you're experiencing through the senses, right? I'm a recording engineer, so it's like I'm very in tune to sound. I really like certain sounds. I fucking can't stand other sounds, you know? So I watch the mind do that. And if I can let go of that, I can just notice sounds come and go. The only thing that lingers is my um, attitude towards the thought, or I'm sorry, the sound, the sensation in the body. And the body can be uncomfortable a lot of times. So our mind will get stuck to like, oh, that pain. I shouldn't have fucking skateboarded so much when I was a kid or whatever it was, you know. I've never thought I shouldn't skate shouldn't have skateboarded. Wish I was better at skateboarding. But that's another story too. So mindfulness encourages us to keep bringing our awareness back. Every time the mind is drifting, in the beginning, we're just not pushing away thoughts, not clinging to thoughts. We're just practicing not giving them all the attention right now. They've got a lot of attention. <laughs> so we notice thinking's happening in return. You know, return, feet, seat, sounds, breath. You know, and that's what I liked about the mindfulness practice. It was like, oh, it gave me this, gave me uh, different parts. Like the mind, you know, could could uh, stay busy if you want, you know, in this direct experience. Oh, the, what do the feet feel like? And bring the curiosity. Oh, I can feel my foot. I can feel the sock. I can feel the temperature. How's the, you know, the body feeling in the seat? I can feel the points of contact, temperature on the skin. Notice the sounds. And when we start doing this, our, the mind starts calming. There's a lot of science behind what the mind's doing with this mindfulness piece. It's bringing us back to this animal instinct, really, of letting us know that we're not being attacked by a, a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> this primal instinct using our senses. You know, because we may know, like, you know, right now, familiar place, it's safe. But sometimes the nervous system still doesn't know that, so we got to let the nervous system know and it's okay right now. Because through our whole life, we weren't checking in, we were checking out. We were never taught this kind of stuff to, to, uh, to check in with your direct experience. When traumatic events happened or, you know, um, anything, it was always get over it or... Um, I don't know. 
take this, do this, distract. Mindfulness is saying, turn towards. First, just turn towards this experience of breath and body. And I haven't even got to the breath yet, right? I haven't even got to the breath yet. But we do. We check into this dear old friend, the breath. Check in with it. Like, whoa, this breath is just breathing. And the mind's like, yeah, but remember, you got to do this thing. <laughs> or you shouldn't have done that thing. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you come back. Feet, seat, sounds, breath. Where do you notice the breath? Tip of the nose. What's the quality of the breath? Is it shallow? Is it deep? And what I noticed in my practice when I started doing this, the mind started settling. Thoughts were still coming, but I wasn't reacting. I was kind of responding of this kind of catch and release. Started taking, not taking the thought so personal. The mind thinks. And it gave me a place to return. Return home. To this moment. And then I found a place to rest then maybe I could rest my awareness just on the subtle in and out of the breath. If only for a few moments. The first, at first it was just like one breath or half a breath. Then it, uh, with practice, with training, it longer breaths. Or <laughs> with training, it was more breaths, more rest. Or just the sensations in the body, the difference, being curious. It's the places that don't suck in the body, the warmth of the hands, tapping my knees, reminding my nervous system that I'm right here, or the sounds. You can rest on the sounds coming and going. So this third factor of the Eightfold Path is, is meditation, mindfulness and concentration. And for me, it was mindfulness first, direct experience, and then concentration. Then I can rest. This concentration kind of thing is, is a rest. And can we rest on the shore of our experience? So this meditation today is, is finding a place to rest. I'm very visual, so especially when I first started meditating, I picture myself even resting somewhere, like usually on the on the shore next to a body of water. So you can, you know, if that works for you, if the the visualizing that, and I'll encourage you in this this meditation. You can pick any place you'd like, place where you can rest. Feet, seat, sounds, and allow experience to unfold allow the thoughts to come and go allow feelings and emotions to rise and pass and eventually in our practice and you know we'll get into these practices more later is is um maybe then we can turn towards these repetitive thoughts and emotions and be more be a little bit more curious change our relationship to him that was kind of the transformative piece for me and 
here's the pitch, right? <laughs> and if you'd like, hit me up. Hit me up. You can go to my website, josephclements.com, and that's what I do. I, um, I'm uh, one-to-one mindfulness coaching, mentoring, and I offer classes that we can do deeper dives together in this with this practice and get into some of the emotional awareness stuff. Emotional understanding. Because for me, that's the key piece of this mindfulness. It's not just breath and body. It's thoughts and emotions. That's how we experience life. We, we think, we feel. And that's a fucking beautiful thing. We plan. We, 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 we remember. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's my pitch. So I hope this uh, this guided meditation is helpful for you. I hope you know this. I don't know this little dharmet as as uh, we call them <laughs> is helpful. And don't just believe me because I said it. Just like that's one of my favorite thing, and like a lot of stuff I take from the Buddhist tradition because that's where I, I learned this from, and it's what I practice. And uh, one of my favorite things that um, was rumored that the Buddha said, who knows, but uh, he said, don't believe me. Try it for yourself. This is uh, um, something you got to experience for yourself, not just because I said it. You know, and that I, I like that. It's, there's some humility in there. And, uh, yeah, and I tried it on for myself and I fumble, I stumble, but I, I, I know how to return home to the kind, warm arms of moment to moment awareness, even when it's not kind out there. <laughs> Most of the time I can find a kindness inside. Not, not always, you know? I can, whew. All right, that's enough from me. From me, so yeah. Hope you enjoy this meditation, and if you would like, uh, please subscribe, uh, like, or whatever we do with the podcast stuff. Share it with a friend, and um, all these guided meditations are are free. Um, but if you feel if you I uh, would like to donate. You can hit the donate button on my website. Um, that goes to the making of these podcasts and and uh, goes to you know scholarship funds and stuff like that for my classes and stuff like that. So paying it forward. Appreciate y'all. Have a beautiful day. Here you go. All right, y'all. Ready to get hella meditated or what? We're going to levitate by the end of this shit. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> All right. So check this out. We're, we're going to find a place to rest if we can. The mind is going to keep coming up with ideas. There's going to be stuff, you know. So we're just kind of checking into our direct experience. And then maybe we can find a place to rest. But I want to encourage you um, to get comfortable. Find a way to be that, that is supportive. You can be upright. Um, I know a lot of meditations um, 
for me, I like sitting upright because I can fall asleep really easy. I know that. So, you know, and sometimes we might fall asleep anyway, but we don't need to go into it taking a nap like we're going to go take a nap. But maybe you need a nap right now. Maybe you want to rest, you know. So if you want to lay down, you can. Um, and just take a moment. You don't need to close your eyes. Just let your eyes check out your surroundings for a moment. Let your head just kind of check out your surroundings. And you're not looking for anything in particular. You're just looking around, letting the head move all the way to the left, all the way to the right. Noticing shapes and colors, letting go of piles or... <laughs> things you don't like or need to do. Just look at shapes and colors. Notice as you're moving the head. And as you're doing this, maybe bring a small percentage of your awareness to the body, noticing either the breath or the points of contact. Then maybe finding a spot that you want to rest your eyes at. Again, no particular reason, just maybe it's interesting. Shapes, colors. Remembering this place, you can open your eyes anytime if you need to and reorient or ground with your eyes. If you'd like, you can close your eyes. You don't have to. If you don't want to close your eyes, that's okay. You can leave your eyes open. But whether your eyes are open or closed, just checking in to your direct experience of right here, right now, through the senses. I mean, maybe all you notice right now is there's thoughts and feelings. I'm not trying to push those away. But we're just practicing not giving them all the attention right now. Maybe for a moment you can just pin it or shelf those feelings or emotions. Knowing that right now you get to just chill. Just bringing your awareness to sounds, noticing the different sounds in the room, the sound of my voice, maybe some distracting sounds outside the room, letting sound come and go, it's just sound. Noticing taste and smell. Seeing, even with your eyes closed, there's shapes, there's colors. Maybe a mental image from a thought.
And then letting that awareness just kind of trickle down into the body again. Feeling all those points of contact in the chair, couch, the bed. The way the body's pressed into the seat. All the way down to your feet on the floor, wherever your feet are touching. And just notice this whole back half of your body. Different temperatures, textures. Feeling the places within the body that have relaxed already. They're ready to chill. Maybe in direct contrast with all those places that are still a little uptight. Maybe you can invite those places just to relax a little bit. Not demand, but just let these places know that we can chill right now. Noticing this whole front part of your body, this front half. Different temperatures, textures. The warmth of the hands and the lap. Wherever they're resting, the softness of the hands. And in the middle of this whole experience, this lifelong friend, the breath, has just been breathing all on its own. So no need to change the way you're breathing, just notice. Notice the quality of the breath. Is it shallow? Is it deep? No judgment. Where do you notice the breath coming in and going out? Tip of the nose, the chest, the belly. And you might also notice that this whole time Thoughts, feelings, emotions have been happening as well. And again, we're not trying to push those away. Of course they're happening. There's a lot going on. So the moment we realize that we're in a thought or a feeling kind of drifting away, that's the moment of practice, that's the moment of awareness, of awakening. And that's the moment that we can return our awareness 
back to the body, back to the senses. Being curious about sound, taste, smell, seeing, touch. Softening and resting to this moment every time you return. Letting this chair, this couch, this bed hold you. This earth can hold you. There's nowhere you need to go right now. Right now there's nothing you need to do. Right now there's no one you need to be or become. You can rest. You can rest on the shore of your direct experience. Maybe even picturing yourself right now resting somewhere peaceful and calm. I like to picture sometimes as if I'm resting next to a body of water, a lake, a river, ocean. As your practice, you can maybe picture yourself, if you'd like, anywhere. It's peaceful. place where you can rest and just watch the thoughts fly by like birds in the sky clouds passing by or leaves down a river as you get to rest calm peacefully on the shore Breath, feet, seat, sounds. Letting that breath expand and release. Allowing the Emotions and feelings rise and pass like waves crashing on the ocean or rapids down the river, ripples in a lake. And you get to rest in this moment, direct experience breath and body. You're doing great. No matter what the mind is saying, you're doing good stuff.
following that breath all the way in. Maybe feel it, feeling it expand the belly, the chest. Letting a big sigh out the mouth, some noise, some sound, softening and resting. Picturing yourself resting in a peaceful place or maybe just picturing yourself resting here right now. Allow you to bring to mind something you're grateful for. Person, place, thing, pet. Notice how it feels when you bring this gratitude to mind. Does the mood shift and gladden the heart, soften the belly? Is there mixed emotions? Is there a longing for this thing, this person? No judgment, just noticing. And when you, whether you're picturing yourself resting at a peaceful place or picturing yourself here right now, see if you can bring just a little bit of that gratitude towards yourself. A little bit of appreciation, that part of you that got you here tonight. Against all odds, you made it. You signed in. You showed up for yourself. So maybe just thanking that part of you that defied all the parts of you that didn't want to be here. Maybe just by saying thank you. And keep going. The body rests, the body breathes. Taking these last few minutes just to reflect on our our group tonight. The meditation, the talk. There's so much goodness cultivated from groups like this, just meeting up and meditating together naturally gets cultivated. 
See if you notice any of that goodness from your practice tonight. Even if it's subtle, let it sink in. Because you're a huge contributor to this group. You've made it happen. And if you don't feel anything, that's okay too. There's enough to go around. Any goodness that's been cultivated from our group tonight. Let it not only benefit us, but let it ripple out and be for the benefit of all beings. Maybe even picturing this goodness rippling out. Benefiting everyone in this group. Benefiting everyone at Lyric. Let this goodness benefit everyone there in your house. Even those fuckers. Let this goodness ripple out and benefit our families, our friends, our communities. goodness benefit those still struggling in active addiction let it ripple out and cover the whole world the earth the sky the trees the waters all the beings covering the world and returning to you all experience peace. May we all experience ease. May we all be free from the suffering of addiction. As I ring the bell, just gently bring your awareness back into the room whenever you're ready. Taking your time. There's no rush.